anything but just stand still and watch God work it out. That is a word for someone in here now. Tell them don't move, don't fight, don't get upset, do not get angry, stand still, watch God. Thank you, choir. <laughs> Thank you. There's a word from the Lord. As we once again continue this third series of the year, a year that has been called the year of supernatural revelation. Last year was the year of supernatural manifestation. This is the year of supernatural revelation. God gave me a couple years ago these three themes, and we'll share with you what 2017 is going to be, but it's going to be the trilogy of the supernaturals because God says take three years to talk about something supernatural. Last year, manifestation. This year, revelation. Revelation is God's holy word. Anybody need a word from the Lord? Amen. Psalms 27, verses 1 through verse 5. This third message of this series is for anyone and everyone who perhaps have allowed the enemy of fear to ruin your life. The enemy of fear caused you not to be where God wants you to be today. We are attacking the enemy of fear. Amen. We are rebuking and declaring fear has no place in your life on this day. Anyone ready to conquer fear with me today? Amen. Psalms 27, beginning at verse 1, New King James Version. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh, mine enemies and foes, they stumbled and fell. Though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war may rise against me, in this will I be confident. One thing I have desired of the Lord, that I will seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. Verse 5, for in the time of trouble, hmm, he shall hide me <laughs> in his pavilion. Hey, the devil is in trouble today. In the secret place, of his tabernacle, he shall hide me. He shall set me up upon a rock. And the church that loves God's word said amen. amen. Quickly catch someone by the hand that's standing next to you. Here's the subject for this third message of this third series in this year of supernatural revelation. Amen. This is a word of confidence, a word of encouragement. And all week long, in your spirit, let this word resonate. Amen. Squeeze those hands and look at someone and say, I am not afraid. Amen. I am not afraid. You may be seated. Look behind you and get on the devil's nerve and say, I am not afraid. I don't care what the enemy brings my way. I am not afraid. Listen, my brothers and sisters, it has often been said 
and I agree with this statement, that there are very few things on this journey that's called life that paralyzes the human spirit like fear. Very few things that wreak havoc in our lives like fear. Very few things that throw us off our divine pathway to blessings that God has for us like fear. Job is quoted as saying, that which I feared the most has come upon me. Fear is a debilitating spirit. Tell somebody, yes, it is a spirit that causes misery, causes pain, causes destruction in our life. It is often the number one obstacle that prevents many of us from fulfilling our divine purpose in life. It is a spirit. Paul understood this when he writes to his son in the gospel, Timothy. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, Paul writes, God has not given us the spirit of fear. Tell somebody it's a spirit. God has not given us spirit of fear, but that which is of power, amen, love and a sound mind. Tell somebody the devil is a liar. In other words, you can't have a sound mind if you are walking around in fear. God does not give the spirit of fear. And if God doesn't give it, we know where it comes from, from the pits of hell. Fear, even in secular environments, even in every aspect of life, something that will hold us and burden us down. For I'm reminded of a wonderful quote that the late President Franklin Delano Roosevelt is quoted as saying, on March the 4th, 1933, it was his first inaugural address. The country was in a horrible situation. We had gone through depression and facing wars and and, and the country was on edge. They were, they were feeling really anxious. And Franklin D. Roosevelt said, and I quote, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Uh, and that holds true today, although it wasn't a Bible verse, but it is still a powerful word. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Fear is one of Satan's greatest weapons used against us as faith walkers, used against us as believers. It, it is his number one weapon. I'm told that when Satan has tried other things and it did not knock you out, then he saves fear for last. He brings it in trying to finish us off. Somebody help me declare the devil is a liar. Listen, when our faith says yes, fear says no. Why? Because fear is an enemy of our faith. In fact, it is the number one enemy of our faith. When our faith says, hold on, it's going to be all right. Fear says, give up. Nobody cares. Nobody loves you. When our faith declares and decrees, Lord, I trust you, even if I don't see you. Fear says, Lord, where are you? Why haven't you showed up yet? Lord, I don't believe you love me. And so whatever faith declares, fear tries to veto. Fear and faith are arch enemies. 
And it is important for us to recognize that faith and fear cannot coexist in our lives. There is no room for both to live in your life. If you live in fear, you will never walk by faith. And if you walk by faith, whew, you will not live in fear. Tell somebody it cannot coexist. Amen. We have to decide. We have to choose whether or not we're going to live in fear or walk by faith. We all have things in our lives that perhaps make us wonder if things are going to be all right. We all go through something. Encourage somebody and say, we all go through something. You're not the only one who goes through something. I'm reminded of a powerful word that's found in Isaiah 43. Uh, Isaiah chapter 43, we'll put it on the board for you. Verses 1 and 2, the New King James Version. For God encourages the people of Israel through the prophetic voice of Isaiah. And so it reads in verse 1, But now thus says the Lord, who created you, O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel. Look at the next two words. It says, fear not. <laughs> he speaks to a nation and says, God who created you says, fear not. Why? For I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. <laughs> I'm preaching to somebody now. Why should we not walk in fear? Because we belong to the Lord. God says, fear not. For I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. Verse 2, chapter 43 of the book of Isaiah, he says, when you pass through the waters, not if you pass through it, there will be no question about it. You've got to go through something. I need you to encourage somebody and say, you are going through something. It's a matter of when you're going through it, not if you're going through it. But thanks God for a supernatural word of revelation that declares when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. And I like the latter part of verse number two. Look at somebody and encourage your neighbor and say, when you walk through the fire, tell them you've got to go through it. Folk will lie on you. Folk will hate on you. There will be people that will dislike you. You will not always have it easy. People will get on your nerve and try to destroy you. But I have a word for you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame overcome or scorch you. Verse number three, first clause, say, for I am the Lord your God. He goes on to say, the Holy One of Israel. Anybody know you belong to God? If you belong to God, then you ought not be afraid. I am reminded, Sal, of the song the church used to sing a long time ago when we used to have old-fashioned testimony service there. Somebody would get up and say, if you know the Lord is keeping you, what are you worried about? If you know the Lord is keeping you, why don't you sing and shout? In fact, you ought to praise God in advance because glory, hallelujah, praise his name. Every day uh, won't always be the same. But if you know the Lord is keeping you, what are you worried about? Touch somebody and say, I am not afraid. Say, the devil is a liar. 
perfect love casts out all fear. You have no reason to be afraid because God is on your side. He said to King Jehoshaphat, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. We ought to be so proud of who we are and our relationship with God that even when trouble comes our way, you ought to tell the trouble what took you so long. I, I have been expecting you, but I've got a word for every trouble in my life that the God I serve is bigger than my troubles. He's greater than what I'm going. I wish I can preach to somebody who's ever come through something and you were better off after you came through it because God was on your side. Look at somebody and say, Lord, I thank Don't be afraid. Hold your head up high. Walk with your chest stuck out. Tell the devil, great is he that is with me than he that is in the world. Tell the devil, I can do all things through Christ that strengthened me. Tell the devil by his stripes I'm already healed. Tell the devil God will keep me in perfect peace if I keep my mind stayed on thee. I need a few bold saints that although you're going through something, you are not afraid. I just need a few people to encourage somebody around you that everything is going to be all right. All I need are just a few people who've ever come through anything. Know that God is a way maker, a very present help in the time of trouble. All I need, just a few people to encourage somebody else. If you hold on, God will make a way Woo! somehow. Oh, somebody's getting on the devil's nerve. After all you've been through, you are still not afraid. Sit down, Ooh. if you can, but you have permission that every time you think of something that God brought you through, tell your neighbor, excuse me, I may holler without warning. If you don't like noise, this may not be the church for you. But if you know you've got a right to praise God, and you don't care what anybody says to you, when I think of his goodness and all he's done for me, my soul cries out. Lord, I thank you. Should have been dead, sleeping in my grave. But God made death behave. Woo! I see miracles all around here. I see folk that should have died as a teenager. And now you're 60-something years old, still praising God. Tell the devil, I ain't scared. Tell the devil, I ain't scared. Y'all excuse the grammar. God has already been good to me. Baby, if you know what God has already done, you'll understand why I am not afraid.
Come on, church. Let the church say yeah. Say yeah. Tell your neighbor before you judge me, if I had a minute to tell you my story, if I just had a minute to tell you how many times the devil thought he had me and I got away, if I had a minute to tell you how many times God has already touched my body, Seventh Psalm. David, the chief worshiper. <laughs> David, uh, the resident poet. David, the literary genius. <laughs> David, the man with the awesome testimony, writes this psalm as he reflects back over his life and he considers what had transpired in his life, how he went from being King Saul's protege to being his number one enemy, how for no reason that David can think of, how someone flipped on him and went from loving him to hating him. How a man who invited him to live in the palace, how he went from being the king's armor bearer and personal musician to being somebody that King Saul wanted to destroy. David looked back over his life and said, Lord, I didn't do anything. All I did is what you asked me to do. But jealousy is a cruel thing. Be careful of folk that are jealous of your anointing. Be careful of folk that are jealous of what the Lord is doing in your life Saul turned on David when David began to receive the praises of the people I said on Friday night at the Bible Church of Piedmont Avenue that when David returned from battle and the folk began to sing the song that King Saul killed 1,000 but David killed 10,000. King Saul got jealous of David because somebody was praising David more than him. There are folk who are your friends as long as they get more attention than you. But when God flips the script and God began to bless you, more than them, I need you to say something to your neighbor. Say, everyone can't stand your success. Don't you think everybody is cheering for you? Every cheerleader is not cheering for your team to win. You've got some Carolina fans that want Clemson to lose every game. And you've got some Clemson fans that want Carolina to lose every game. And just because you're cheering doesn't mean you're pulling for the team. Am I right, brother-in-law? Who went to a Clemson game two weeks ago, sitting up there in the stadium. <laughs> Biggest Gamecock in the world. So I have come to the realization that everybody's cheering or not cheering you on. Some folk want you to lose. God, but God has 
the final say so. Saul turns on David. Saul throws the javelin, tries to assassinate his own armor bearer simply because of jealousy. But every time King Saul came after David, God made a way of escape. I'm preaching to somebody now because if some of your haters would have had their way, some of you would not be up here this day. But every time a hater came after you, God found a way for you to escape. I don't need a whole lot of witnesses, just a handful. Are there any witnesses in here? Know that you're still here despite what the enemy tried to do to you. And so David reflects back over his life. This psalm became a personal psalm in which David talks about his own experiences. In fact, the words, the personal pronouns, I, me, my, are used over 25 times in this one psalm. And so perhaps David writes this psalm, Elder Gloria, just to encourage himself. Every now and then, you've got to just encourage yourself. Am I right about it? David knew that as long as the Lord, his God, was with him, he had no reason to be afraid. So he writes in verse 1, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? <laughs> the Lord is the strength of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? Let me ask you a question. If the Lord is on your side, why are you afraid of folk that God has already defeated. If God is on your side, what are you worried about? David goes on in verse number two to talk about how the Lord, his God, protected him in times past from the evil intent of his enemies. So he writes in the second verse, of this 27th Psalm, when the wicked came upon me to eat up my flesh. How many of you ever had any wicked people try to destroy you? Come on, don't fool me now, but how many of you ever had any corrupt people, mean people, vicious people that tried to destroy you? But when the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies, and my foe. Look at what the verse says. They stumbled and fell. They dug a ditch for you and allowed themselves to fall in it. Don't tell me what God can do. Touch not my anointed. God said, don't you mess with somebody whose hands are in my hands. Anybody know as long as you walk with God, everything is going to be all right. David goes on in verse number three and says, Though an army encamp against me, my heart should not fear. How many of you ever had a whole lot of folk come against you? David says, Saul's whole army was against me. But my heart did not feel the war shall rise against me. This will I be confident. You've got to know that I don't care who comes out against you. God says, I am with you. And if God be with you, it's more than the whole world against you. Look at number four, verse four. David revealed this. He said, I need you to understand something. That my heart's desire 
has never been to be king of Israel. I did not even want the job. Did not even ask for the job. My heart's desire has never been to sit on an earthly throne. I was content mining the sheep because I am a worshiper, not a politician. David wanted them to know that you think that you can stress me out by threatening my earthly position. But you've got to understand that has never been my heart desire. As long as you stay focused on what you desire and God is on your side, it will be our, look at verse number four. David say one thing I have desired. I desire something the devil in hell can't take from me. As long as you desire earthly power, you will always be under captivity of earthly people. Can I preach? As long as you desire earthly recognition, you will always be held in bondage by earthly people. But when your desires transcend earth, and it transcends things, stuff, and people, then there's nothing the devil in hell can do against you. One thing, look at somebody and say one thing. Have I desired of the Lord that will I seek after? I don't care about the kingdom, earthly kingdom. I don't care if I am the king of Israel. That's why when I want to praise God, David said, I'll dance until my clothes come off. That's why when I get ready to praise God, I'll tell my wife, mind your own business. Because if you don't know what God has done for me, one thing, tell somebody one thing, I desire of the Lord, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life and to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple just for the record all I really want is to be in the presence of God who am I preaching to grab your neighbor by the hand and say neighbor just for the record all I have ever wanted was to be in the presence of the Lord and if you don't ever call my name, if nobody ever promote me on my job, that's all right because that's not my heart's desire. I'm a worshiper. I'm a praiser. All I want to do is worship and praise God. Where are my worshipers? Where are my praisers? I need some worshipers and some praisers to stand to your feet and clap those The problem, you seek the wrong things. And as long as you seek things that other folk can reward you with, you will always be under their captivity. But if you can free yourself from earthly desires, and if you can free yourself from human expectations and as long as you're in the presence of God if you can praise God broke and sick and hurt and by yourself oh, I'm going somewhere because somebody just discovered that people can't control you when you don't want anything from them but with all you have is in the presence of the Lord. As long as God is on your side, everything is going to be all right. Tell somebody, put a praise on that. Woo! I feel a praise. And then... And then David 
says in verse 5, he says, for in the time of trouble, whoo, he shall hide me in his pavilion. Anybody ever been covered by the power of God in the secret of his tabernacle? Shall he hide me? He shall set me up upon a rock. Touch somebody, say everything is going to be all right. Dry your tears. Hold your head up high. God has already worked it out. Don't be afraid. It's going to work out. Then he concludes in verse 14. In verse 14 of Psalms 27, David said, I want to encourage somebody else who is going through what I have already been through. I need you to hear this word. Wait on the Lord and be of good courage and he shall strengthen your heart. Grab somebody by the hand and say, neighbor, wait, I said on the Lord, it is already done. Stand to your feet all over this place, cross the aisles and give somebody a Holy Ghost hug and say, what are you afraid of? God has already worked it out. Wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. Wait. Anybody know it's already done? It is already done. Woo! I am not afraid. Leave your seat and make your way to this altar and say, I am not afraid. Say, the devil is a liar I am not afraid come on we are casting out the spirit of fear I don't care what you're going through on this day we declare fear is defeated fear is defeated come on Zion come on I am, I am, I am not afraid. Whew. It may be rough, but I serve a God who is able to see me through every rough situation in my life. Come on. I want to pray for somebody this morning and declare and decree as of today as of the 18th day of September 2016 come on Zion Tell your neighbor, I've been afraid too long. I've been running too long. I have walked around in fear too long. As of today, all fear is gone. Lift those hands all over this place. All fear is gone. I don't care what you may be going through. You serve a God who is able <laughs> to bring you through it with joy. Let me say that again. Not only are you coming through it, you're coming through it with joy. Joy is not praising God because of what you have, because sometimes you may not get what you want. But joy is praising God for who he is. 
And you know what? If there's breath in your body, then you have a right to praise God. Listen to the words of the song. Lord, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Someone else, leave your seat right now and make your way to this altar. Amen. Amen. Make your way to this altar. Amen. As we focus the camera on those that are at the altar right now, it says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? <laughs> Woo, listen, the Lord is, I'm speaking into somebody's life right now, the strength of my life. Of whom shall I fear? <laughs> yeah, I'm not afraid. For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me. Whom shall I fear? Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. Wait on the Lord. And he shall strengthen thine heart. Come on, we are declaring that right now. My what are you worried about? The Lord is my life and my salvation. The Lord. You have to say it before you see it. Hey, come on. Lift those hands and worship. Yeah. Lift those hands all over this place and who say, who shall I, I be in the balcony, wherever you may be? Come on. Shall I? Come on and declare the Lord. The Lord is my strength. Yeah, yeah. One more time, choir. Take it up from the beginning. Come on, anybody know that the Lord is the Lord your life? Lift life. your voices and declare the Lord. You have no reason to be afraid. You have no reason to walk around in fear. Yes, and he my is, and uh, that's right. Come the on, Lord. Lord. Yeah, yeah. And my ah. ah, yeah, yeah. Oh, now listen, in the time. Of trouble, oh, Lord, the time of trouble. Oh, he shall. Has anyone ever been in trouble? God says, I will hide you. Come on. From the depths of your belly, say it in the time. He shall hide me. Thank you. Whom shall I fear? Now put your arms around somebody and say, Wait on the Lord. Come on and tell them, tell them, wait. Come on, encourage somebody. Be of, be of 
Come on and be, be of good courage. Tell somebody, wait, wait on. on. Close those eyes, arms around somebody's shoulders. Fear is an enemy of your faith. Faith and fear cannot coexist in your life. You must choose one or the other. Will you walk by faith or will you live in fear? <laughs> that is the question. I choose to live and to walk and to speak faith. Whew. And I don't care how things look. I don't care what the report may say. Speak, walk, live by faith. And fear says, no, you cannot do it. Faith says it is already done. And fear says it is over. Faith says the best is still yet Ooh, to come. When fear says your enemies will destroy you, faith says they've already stumbled and they've already fallen. Ooh. Faith, not fear. Tell someone I am not afraid. Ooh. See, I don't care what may come your way or what you have to go through. It takes a relationship with God to walk by faith. And you've made the right step for you are in his presence. Now some of you, God says, make the next step. The next step is you commit your life to the Lord and you allow him to order your steps. Amen. Some of you are contemplating right now. Lord, shall I commit my life to you? Shall I rededicate my life to you? God says, this day, choose faith over fear. Fear says you can't live safe. Faith says all you have to do is one day at a time. Fear says, but you're going to mess up. Faith says then God will pick you up. Woo! <laughs> I'm speaking to somebody right now. We are casting out all fear. Fear says it's over. Faith says it's just beginning. Close those eyes. And after we pray this prayer, there's someone in here today who want to begin a journey of faith. You want to join the church if you like to commit your life to the Lord. You're a student and you even want to be a watch care member. Even when you're in school, you need a church praying for you. Amen. Praying over you. Amen, somebody. Close those eyes right now. Lord, we thank you. We bless you. We thank you. But we declare today emphatically, I am not afraid. I do not care how it looks, what others may say. We are not afraid. We choose to walk by faith and not live in fear. Lord, we thank you because when our enemies came upon us to destroy us, your word declared they stumbled and fell. We, we thank you because we are waiting on you. you. You said to us, wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. Wait, I said on the Lord. We, we don't know when it's going to happen, but we are waiting on it to happen. We believe that in your name, it is already done. And so starting this day, we began our faith journey, not by what we see or how we feel, but by what we know. We stand on your word. We stand on your promises and we say thank you. In Jesus' name. Somebody say, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Put your arms around somebody and say, I am not afraid.
Come on, if you want to make that faith journey today, come on, you want to join the church, commit your life to the Lord. Come, come. We welcome you. Come stand right here at the altar. If God, God is calling you, if you're making that decision, oh, God bless you. Yeah. Thank you. Whom? Look at God. Thank you. Shall I? Someone else come. Give God a hand of praise for these. Someone else step out on faith. Step out on faith. Amen. You've got to live and walk by faith, not by fear. Wherever you are, come and go. If you're here today and you want to make that decision, amen, come on. Give God a hand of praise for this. Amen. The Lord is my strength. Come on. Come on in. Clap your hands. Amen. A mother and her daughter. Somebody else. Anyone else, wherever you are, amen. Come on in. Give God a hand of praise for this. Stand to your feet, everybody. One more time. Wait on the Lord. How many of you know you've got to wait oh, on him? Wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. And be of good courage.